Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to DA Rockstars. Whether this is your first time with us or your returning listener, we welcome you. I have a rock star interview coming up, guys. I know we usually do a Monday mess, but I've gotten the chance to talk to some pretty amazing people. And I think this is the perfect time for you guys to clean out your closets, listen to an episode featuring another rock star in our industry making things happen for the better. Okay, so Trinidad from The Dental Advocate is on, and I think you guys are just going to love him. I know I did. I can't wait to you guys learn about him, learn more about what he's doing, and I hope you enjoy. Okay, guys, it's time for you to figure out this ordering thing. Either your dentist has not delegated that to you or you already have the task and it's overwhelming. Check out Zen Supplies. They are the next generation of ordering dental supplies in an online platform. It literally is almost like having an Amazon account for your dental office. They are helping DAs save their dentist money and get their time back all the time that you spend looking up products, trying to figure out how much stuff you have, how your budget is going to be allocated. Literally, it's all in one place. So if your dentist is getting ready to delegate to you and say, you know what, I want you to take this ball and help us with our ordering so that we can get our costs down, make sure that we have the proper supplies and we're not over ordering or under ordering, but just being held accountable and, and giving you the, this master tool that's truly gonna help get you rockstar status. So go check them out, www.zensupplies.com. Well, hi guys, welcome back to the show. I have a rock star on this week as normal. That's kind of our deal, right? I mean, we highlight rock stars, especially rock star dental assistants. Trinidad, I'm just going to let you take it away. I want you to introduce yourself to the listeners, and then we're going to talk about some of the awesome stuff that you're doing. Thank you, Rhonda. I, I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad we're here and, and we're having this conversation. Um, well, my name is Trinidad, and I've been in dentistry for 24 years now. Um, I started out actually about a year and a half in. I was doing actually doing front office. Um, once I got introduced to the back office, I, I just really found love with it. Um, the, one of the reasons I, I like it is because it challenges the the um, the the, the hand to eye coordination. And I've been drawing all my life, so you know making temporaries is like a high for me. I love it. I and the challenge of of getting things right and matching things. It's, it's one of the, my favorite things to do in dentistry. Um, I, about two years in, I got my, my RDA. And back in 2006, end of 2006, I got my EF. So since then, I've, I've really just been uh, uh, enjoying everything I do. And two years ago, I got my EF, my, the second part, second part of it. So I'm, I'm at my full <laughs> capacity and uh, I really enjoy doing it. And I, I actually do everything <laughs> under that, that title. <laughs> so, so it's fun. With your dentist, I mean, so uh, walk us through uh, like a two surface posterior composite. Like how does that go? You, you seat the patient, you're, I'll let you tell it, but how does that go? Like walk us through it. 
Um, you know, I, I really, um, I've been working with my, my dentist for six years now. And from the get-go, we really made a real good connection. And I've always believed and I figured out that um, trust is a huge thing when it comes down to what your dentist wants you to do or what they leave you with. I mean, I've had dentists leave me with things that maybe um, <laughs> they should be doing, you know, but, but they, 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 they trust me and we developed that relationship. So what I'm trying to get to is once she numbs and she preps, I mean, she literally just walks away. <laughs> She's like, let me know when you're done. She'll double check, you know, everything. But she'll, she, patient comes in. Um, we, most of our patients already know us. So it's not like she has to introduce herself for me and, and tell them what I do. So they, they trust me. They know me. And sometimes they'll even ask for me <laughs> before they walk in. So it's, it's, a, it's a great place to be. And when they walk in, she gets them numb and she prepares the tooth now once once i get to to the part where she takes off um that's that's where i really 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 enjoy you know i i think you know as a as an assistant deep down inside like it's so cool to sit in that doctor chair you know what i mean it's really cool to sit in that doctor chair and just uh get in there and and do something that uh you know, in California, I think we have, um, at the time that I checked, we had a little bit over 200 uh, EFs. So, you know, to cover all of California. And it's so cool to, to feel like you have that position of, of being able to help the office in a, in a different way so we can get the ball rolling during the day and, and help with the schedule. It, it, yeah. it really does, does feel good like that pride, you know, that, you know, we all want to be bottom line contributors and getting expanded duties and expanded functions. That's the way to do it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That is, that is a great, great feeling to have to, uh, to come in and feel that, that sense of responsibility or that the doctor leans on you in that way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of you dental assistants, if you're listening to this and you don't feel fulfilled, follow Trinidad steps if you can in your state, because I mean, you're, you're checking all the boxes. <laughs> How do you treat a career like a career? Well, <laughs> you develop, you grow, you learn, and you expand. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I, I can't tell you how many times I've I bumped into some assistants that, uh, you know, maybe they've had just a, a bad experience in some offices and they, they and, you know, there's nothing wrong with a job. But what I'm trying to say is it really is a career. And if you don't treat it that way, and if you don't develop yourself that way, it's tough to, to get where you want to be at. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Okay, so let's jump into the meaty stuff. I know you guys are waiting. The dental <laughs> advocate. All right, so how was this baby born? And where do you see it going? <laughs> um, it was born from, from the passion that I have for dentistry. I, I really love what I do. I'm very uh, detailed. I I pay attention to a lot uh, while I'm working, and I'm very hard on myself. Actually, um, I I don't voice it very much, but in my head, you know, there's that critic. So, um, I really want to get. You know, I've been doing this for a long time, and I I really want to just share whatever 
is inside of me that that I've done well or that I've developed in myself and um, I just want to get it out share the knowledge I also you know want to meet new assistants and learn from them and hear different sides of people's stories and just kind of connect with the with the industry as a dental assistant that's that that's my main goal of, of actually uh, getting this together and and going ahead with it yeah, you know, we, we, we've seen it. There's a huge void, right? I mean, we're filling it up thanks to rock stars like you, but, you know, hygienists, they're unionized or, you know, they have, they, they, and the dentist, they all have the ADA, you know, the ADA, like they just these, these other people in our industry have been teaming up for so long and we hadn't. I, you know what? And I totally agree with you. I'm going to tell you one thing is I actually had a dream that <laughs> that this whole thing went so far and I met the right people and talked to the right people and created a union for dental assistants. That it's would so be epic. Crazy. All it's right. So crazy that you I'll said sign that. your petition. You it right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. I mean, you guys, that's passion right there. If you're thinking about your career while you're sleeping <laughs> and your goals <laughs> and then bringing them to fruition at some day, that that's rock star. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that but would be amazing. We need it. We need it. Too many of us are, you know, getting stepped on. Too many of us leave the career field because of a bad doctor. Too many of us think of it as a job and never grow. So you get stale and you want out or you're miserable. Like, we just, we need to surround ourselves with people that are like-minded and that truly believe in the difference that we can make as a career field. You know, I always say I compare us to nurses. I know I shouldn't. I know the hygienist should be compared to like a medical nurse, but I think we're compared to medical nurses. Um, just the whole idea of like, we, we have more face time with the patients. You know, we can make or break that appointment time frame, <laughs> whether we're efficient or not. And um, really the bottom line of care, like if you take care of your doctor and you take care of your patients, I mean, those are skills that you develop over the years. Like, that's not an accident. Yeah, that's, that's totally true. You know, I, I actually do reference um, nurses just to give people an idea of the level or the position that I'm in. So, you know, sometimes they'll explain to me, well, what the heck is an EF, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I, I tell them like the different levels of nursing and you know, they get it. So yeah, I always reference nurses. You're, you're totally right on that. That's awesome. Okay. So um, let's see, where can we find out more dental advocate resources? So well, you're on I, YouTube, Facebook, yes, Instagram? Yes, definitely on YouTube. I just started loading all my material there. Um, so you'll find it there, uh, the dental advocate. And I'm, I'm on Instagram, same thing, the dental advocate. And I'm on Facebook. Facebook is the main area where I have all my videos. Right. So just search the Dental Advocate on Facebook. I have my link there for YouTube and Instagram. You can find me there. Um, I just opened up a, t a Twitter account too. So I've had, I've always had it there, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of paying attention to it a little bit more now. So yeah, you got time, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I've done so much since I've been in, uh, quarantine i'm still uh i'm still working actually yeah uh, right so emergency care 
you guys are providing? Yeah. I mean, how, what's the workload on that one? Um, we're seeing anywhere from four to eight, nine patients a day. Um, we are seeing real, true emergency. We got people with pain, swelling, bleeding, or whatever. Um, but we do have a couple that, you know, they, they, they come in and they try to get sneaky and <laughs> say something's bothering them. And then, you know, I'll give you an example. This, this, this girl came in and um, she said that it, her tooth has been bothering her on the lower left. We take an x-ray. I, 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 it was like just this tiny do filling we would have done and she goes and we told her we said you know i'm so sorry we're so restricted right now we'll we'll you know we can take care of this she goes you know what it's the other side <laughs> she goes it's the other side but you know she had she had a lot going on and um on the other side she did have i mean just huge almost gross decay on on, on a tooth so she was just trying to get something done yeah, yeah. If you're out of work, you have dental insurance benefits that aren't being used. Like yeah. I get why they do that. Like, but I guess, um, do you guys use SDF at your office? SGF? SDF, silver diamine fluoride? No, no, we don't. So I know with a lot of our offices that are, you know, you don't want to leave, a, you know, if it's gross decay, that's different. If it, there's pulpal involvement, but, um, so like for triaging, you can put the silver diamine fluoride on the decay to arrest the decay until we're allowed to be back up and running for restorative work. You know, I, I, I don't know a lot about it, but I know I did read a little bit up on it. And um, one of my doctors actually um, requested it. So I was kind of in the process of um, asking my owner doctor, you know, if, if it's something that, that we should have in the office. So yeah, that's interesting. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, especially right now, because you don't want to get dinged for doing, you know, you don't want anything to fall back on you, whether it comes from the insurance company or a patient says something that you are doing something outside of emergency care. So I know their protocol is you can take a spoon and remove the bulk of the decay. You can apply the SDF directly to the tooth, oh. and then you can fill the cavity with a glass ionomer. So you've got the SDF on the decay that's residual, and yeah. then you have the fluoride-releasing filling on top of that, and they're saying that's like a gold standard to get people through until we're able to restore it properly. Yeah. Now, you know- Just be prepared though, Trinidad, if you start using SDF, that stuff stains so bad you definitely like, like, a, like a dark stain <laughs> oh my gosh it's so bad like we, somebody really? got it on our countertop um because <laughs> so it soaks into oh. every single pore right i mean it's his I job thought you, i thought you meant the tooth <laughs> no, no it stains the tooth it stains it turns it black um because i mean it's silver right it's it's in there to stop the decay process but oh, wow. if you guys are going to use it if, if if you're like trinidad and you haven't touched it or played with it yet <laughs> when you when you uh when you're done with your microtip applicator um and it, whether it's individual um single use serving packet or if you have it in a bottle wrap it in your glove like ball it up in your fist and then glove over top of it and then toss it in the trash like don't let wow. anybody clean off your tray for you like don't just leave it there like seriously yeah, as soon as you're done applying it Grab it in your palm, make a fist, and then 
double glove on top when you're you're taking it off that way and then yeah. you can toss it right in the trash because then you don't have to worry about your dentist coming in the op and like what, okay. are, what are all these black marks what are yeah, these black yeah. streaks everywhere SDF fight <laughs> and it will get everywhere on the two so like isolation i mean now more than ever is important just right. because of the aerosols but like um you know what we do is i i do we can do a iso or isolate and then um cotton on the lingual cotton on the buckle and then make sure you get the HVE right above it when you're, so you'll, you'll apply it and then you'll air dry or water. I, I think different SDS have different application processes. Got it. Yeah. You got to be right on top of it. Right on. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> right like this one it. little kid, you know, he wiggled. And of course he got a black dot on his lip for like two weeks. How long <laughs> like, have you guys been using it? Uh, we're on our year mark. So um, hygiene uses it more than we did. Be well, I mean, when we were doing restorative work because we were already uh -huh. in the mouth, we can ready restore the teeth. But um, it was a great option for like our comp exams that'll come in and they have, you know, gross amount of decay kind of everywhere. So we will do like three treatments of SDF until they can afford to get the teeth restored. It's a great, I mean, it's very, oh, who is it? There's a doctor. She has a lot of articles on it. Um, I know she's in the dental hacks. Ooh, what's her name? She's really good stuff. Like talking, you know, before and afters and, and triaging with the pediatric population. Well, I'm definitely going to look more into it. I'll find her. Yeah. She, oh, what's her name? <laughs> oh, you, you keep talking and I'm going to find it right now. Cause I, you <laughs> know, like we're dental right assistants. <laughs> we're OCD. <laughs> so, you know, I, I do have a couple questions for you once uh, you finish finding that there. No, I, go for it. I can ask why I look. I actually just wanted to know how long you've been doing it. Okay. So it'll be 21 years. Um, let's see in seven months. Yeah, no, hang on. So 20 years. So I started in 99. Why'd you choose dentistry? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. So I was an ortho patient. So I had an airway disorder growing up. My <laughs> lips were never closed. My tongue was never on my palate. I oh had so many medical complications because of mouth breathing. Wow. I ended up in ortho for three years. It took them three years to mechanically pull my teeth into a smaller box without addressing my airway problem. And once they stabilized, I started smiling again and it changed my whole world. Like I was, I was an introvert, you know, they called me Bucky Beaver. It was, it oh. was, it was sad. Like people, kids are mean, man. They're just yeah, so Yeah, they mean. are. I, I was there, man. I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, they are. And you know, the, it, it's funny. Cause like the more I research airway disorders and understanding malocclusion, and it's not even that people go out of their way to pick on you because you're not aesthetically pleasing. It's that humans innately know when somebody's not healthy. So we call it ugly, but it's actually dishealth. Like we can tell when somebody's not healthy. And yeah, usually, yeah. you know, it's it's visually like, you know, we have characteristics, right? So we look for that guy right. with the squared off jaw. We look for the girl with really nice cheekbones. We look yeah, for the one yeah. with the straight white teeth. Like that's all just a side effect of good yeah. health. Symmetry, yeah. <laughs> right? So, yeah. so that happened. And then um, I just, you know, at that point, you accumulate so much time in a chair uh, between my, <laughs> my rampant decay as a kid and then my three years in ortho. I'm like, you guys. This. I'm joining the force. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like, this is kind of my home away from home. Like, I could totally see myself doing this forever. Yeah. And then, yeah, That's so awesome. I, I joined the military. They trained me to be a dental assistant. And um, 
I've, I've been in love with it ever since. I, you know, it's funny. It's so funny. Like it's almost, I have an addictive personality and I kind of did that with the career field, but um, <laughs> my first child, this was what, so she's 12 now. So 12 years ago, I tell my doc, Hey doc, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. Um, so after I have this baby, you're gonna have to find another dental assistant. And she's like, sure. That sounds fine. Oh. And, uh, and you know, cause we could financially afford it. My husband was working and like, there was uh-huh. no reason I couldn't stay at home. Yeah. Everything was good. Dude, guess how long I made it at home. <laughs> okay. So like, I didn't even make it through maternity leave and I'm calling my doc and I'm like, I gotta come back. Oh my gosh. I was like, I can't. For one, I don't, I just I couldn't. Like people and teeth and mouths, that's my jam. And like I wasn't, I couldn't. My mental health was going to crash if I didn't. Yeah, a lot of patients always ask, "How do you do this? How do you do this?" You know, you people's mouths all day. I said, well, definitely. You know, I'm. I wouldn't want to be a proctologist. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I couldn't. You know, it's weird. It's like we're just different people, right? Yeah. We are. We really, really are. You know, it, I, and even dentists, like I always say, it takes a certain person, you know, like they're all kind of weird. (laughs) 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 They're all kind of weird. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, so that's, that's why I became a dental I have a question for you, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Uh, If, if you have uh, an incident that you've always remembered with a patient, whether it be, you know, positive or crazy or just you know uh what which one is that oh gosh okay so it was actually very rude and wrong so that's probably why i remember it let's see what the year was a little bit of trauma seven a little bit of trauma right so i'm in the operatory and we had uh you know where we shared the x-ray head right with two different ops uh-huh. And um I turned around to bring the x-ray head out and the patient touched my butt. Oh like full on grabbed <laughs> oh, my wow. butt. And I was like, I turned around, and I'm like, excuse me. It's like, well, why did you do that? And he looks at me and he says, You had a hair. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> I was like, yes. You're telling me I had a hair on my butt, yet you had to grab my butt to remove the hair off of my butt. Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh. I was like, this really happens. People, I never met this dude in my whole life. Like, people are literally have the audacity to literally grab a chick's butt. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I have so, a couple, yeah. couple friends that have had some encounters with uh, patients, mainly, uh, uh, my, you know, most of the assistants that I know. Uh, at the time when I first started, we're all guys. Actually, I was in the office with all guys. It was all guys. It was like 12 wow. of them. Yeah. And, and you know, this was a time when when men were barely getting into the industry. So to see it, an all-guy office was like, you know, I, I didn't realize it in the beginning until we started going to conventions. And we were like the only guys. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> That's so crazy that we're all guys. Yeah, yeah you, you guys are, you're the minority for sure. You know, it's funny because I was just saying that yesterday I did a live. And, um, you know, I first started out working with majority of guys because I was military. And then it was actually a culture shock to me when I got in the civilian world and they're like all girls. Oh, wow. So you had, you had the opposite. I did, yeah. 
<laughs> wow. But it, you know, it, it's interesting. Like, um, just, uh, I just, I like, I'd like that more people are considering it as a career path, regardless of gender or ethnicity yeah. or background. Like it's, it's a great career. Like, especially who doesn't want to work four days a week. I mean, the majority of dentists do the 32 hour work week, Monday through Thursday. That's kind of what I loved. Yeah. I, I used to work for a, a doctor. I, I call him uh, a, uh, a dental sergeant because he was so hard on us. I mean, super hard. I mean, if you, if you were in thick skin, you, he'd make you cry, <laughs> but, but he taught us things so well. I mean, he, he can make you a badass assistant. I mean, he, he, he was, uh, he knew what he was doing, his ethics, and the way he did things, quality dentistry. I mean, really, really good. But, you know, off the field, he was so nice. Took us to trips, dinners, everything. Really, really cool. I love that. I love, you know, I only work for dentists that have, like, extremely high standards. Because, yes, they may not have the best chair side manner, and they're really abrasive. But, dude, like, that's where I, I want you in my mouth. Like I would, well, I, I can't, I can't go home at night and not think about, you know, I have worked for some dentists that did shoddy work, you know, left decay or open yeah. margins and stuff like that. And like, yeah, you're I, totally that right integrity. Oh, okay. Yeah. I found her name. Trinidad. Oh, you did. It's Dr. Jeanette McLean. Last name Bud, but she goes by Dr. Jeanette McLean, M-A-C-L-E-A-N. Oh, she should yes. have been a hygienist. McLean. D A B D. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you guys, seriously, if if you're if you're learning about SDF, she's your first go-to. Like she even has CEs that are just about SDF. She's like their spokesperson almost. Oh yeah, I, I just found her. Jeanette McLean Bud. I knew cool. I'd find it. Yeah, I'll yeah anything you guys want to know about SDF, especially right now when you're triaging restorative treatment that's considered elective, you know, like I said, spoon it out, SDF, Fuji, like any kind of glass ionomer on top. That's so awesome. Because then you're that. not creating aerosols for the most part, with the exception yeah, of, yeah. you know, in between the applications of the SDF. Mm -hmm. are, are you working right now? So, uh, you know, my doctor is funny because I asked her, I was like, you know, we don't have a lot of emergencies. And she's like, it's because we take care of our patients. I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that was an easy answer. So, yeah. no. Uh, I mean, we have someone um, triaging phone calls at the office. But, I mean, we've been really good with our existing patients. We don't let anybody stay in that, that zone. I guess we're really yeah. good at patient education. Yeah. Um, and we just, we haven't had a lot of new patients calling, I guess. Um, but we're, you know, we're not opposed to it. Uh, we kind of did shut everything down. We turned everything off, unplugged everything. Yeah. And, you know, it's minimal manning for the most part. But, you know, I, I also live in the middle of nowhere, Montana. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was going to say. <laughs> but I'm we do. I mean, <laughs> the city that I, that my office is in, I know. <laughs> Maybe in Montana. <laughs> Um, the city, I mean, we have, oh man, I want to try and say 20 plus dental offices. I would say between specialties and general, 
Oh my gosh, 20? Under, <laughs> under 50 in the region. Seriously. Wow. And so, I mean, it's yeah, just over we, here. You can find one like every 10 feet. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we just, we're not densely populated. So, um, that's where we're at now. And you know, it's yeah. funny cause my, my associate dentist, like the newest dentist, she even told me when she first came to the practice, she was like, I really want to look into teledentistry. And then when this whole thing happened, I'm like, well, here's your window of opportunity. Like you yeah, told me yeah. months ago that this was something you wanted to look into. I'm like, and, and now, I mean, literally it's like the primary thing to triage patients. Are you guys yeah. doing that? Like to triage patients is your front desk using teledentistry? Yeah, we, we, uh, when they, when they first arrive, um, we ask, we have a sign in the door and tell them not to come in. They have to call us. Um, we'll see who they are. And if they have an appointment for the day, we tell them we're going to give them a call back as soon as uh, we get a chance. Once we call them, um, then we let them know we're going to meet them at the door. We give them a pair of gloves. We take their temperature. And then we have them go straight to the operatory so that they don't have to um, come to the front office and 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 do any paperwork or touch things. They go straight to the operatory. Um, the front office is wearing a mask and, and gloves. Uh, obviously, we ask them all the questions outside, you know, do you have a fever? Have you traveled? Blah, blah, blah. All the, all the good questions to, so to scan for, um, you know, possibility that we may not see them. Um, once they're in the room, we have them sign all the paperwork and then we walk in. Nice. And so, okay, here's a weird question. Does it concern you that the majority of COVID positive patients don't present with symptoms? It does. It definitely does. Um, you know, it's honestly, I, I, I kind of think of it this way. I, it's kind of like you, if you ask, if you ask a nurse, does it concern you? Yeah, of course, but someone's got to see them, you know? Right. And we're, we're open and we decided that we're going to see them. So as long as the, they're not presenting, you know. With blatantly obvious. obvious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Obvious re, um, signs and they're pretty much going to get in the chair. Yeah, you know, and, and it's funny because, I mean, the reason I ask that is because we're on, I'm on social media a lot and I see where dental assistants refuse to go to work, even if their doctors are providing services. Well, don't because... get me wrong. I thought about it. I really, really did. I, I thought about it. And I, I was reading and seeing so much news that it just filled my head with so much stuff. And, you know, I, I mean, just like anyone that'll sit there in front of TV, you know, getting stressed out and, and worried. And I just thought, I, I need to stop doing that. <laughs> I need to, not, not that it's not real, but I just need to stop doing that, you know? Right. So, and if anybody is equipped to handle bacteria and germs, it's somebody that's have, literally spent years working in people's yeah, mouths with personal protective equipment. 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 Yeah. You know, we're, we're got like <clears throat> N95 masks and then we put another mask over that. We have our goggles and then we put a face shield over that. We have our disposable gowns and we're just very, very, conscious of what we're touching what we're doing and all that so yeah well good for you i i applaud your i i hate to say your bravery but i mean just because of something i've seen online like the, i mean it's it's becoming like a, that word agoraphobia 
Yeah. So like people are starting to become almost like a hypochondriac because they're exposed to too much news and you know, it's in your face all the time, 24 seven. And it starts to seep into your brain that, you know, and, and I watched this epidemiologist and he said, seriously, guys, just follow the rules and, 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 and uncertainty. Right. So they're, they're talking about, you know, if you follow the rules, you'll, you'll be playing the safe way, right? It's the people that aren't following the rules that are creating this panic, right? They're touching doorknobs, whatnot, blah, blah, blah. And then um, when I was watching the ACT Dental Conference, um, Kirk said, uh, you know, education and information is the cure for uncertainty. So it's the people that only absorb the information that they want to hear. They want to hear the scary stuff. They, they only want to see the negative stuff. So instead of learning, you know, this is how it's transferred, you know, this is what we know in real time, yeah. like this is how yeah. to protect yourself. Like, you know, I, I, right now it's, it's, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I'm like the general public doesn't understand personal protective equipment. You know, they're putting no, the gloves on, they're putting the mask on, they're touching the mask, they're touching everything yeah. with the gloves. They just, yeah. they weren't taught that in home ec, you know, I mean, yeah. there's just, there's not enough uh, educators out there or these people just aren't interested in learning what it actually means for you as, as, as the person wearing the equipment. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a lot of people on social media right now getting so angry at everyone that's leaving gloves in the shopping cart, in, mm -hmm. you know, on the floor, in the parking lot, around cars, in the actual store and, you know, they're taking photos and posting them and angry, but, you got to think about it. None of these people have been trained for anything. Nope. So they're using personal protective equipment, don't know how to use it. They're, you know, some of my patients that come in, I, I try to explain to them. Um, and for me, the simplest way <laughs> is I thought of was just to tell them, you know what, if you put on a pair of gloves, just think everything you touch has a different color of wet paint. So you don't want to mix the colors. <laughs> if yes. you're going to touch one thing, you know, take your gloves off so you can go and do something else, you know? So yep. I, I try to, to show them, but. Yeah. I mean, and I tell them, you know, you're acting like it's seeping through your skin by wearing the gloves. You're doing nothing. I mean, this is not how this particular virus is spread. It's respiratory. Yeah. And I'd so... rather them <laughs> not wear gloves and wash yes. Yeah. But, you know, it's a little bit at a time, right? Every week we'll know more and people will know more and people will do better and we will get better. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, the whole thing about being scared and uh, watching the news, my, my parents, when this first all started, they were calling me so much. And I kept thinking, what is going on with you guys? I mean, I know, I know it's something to worry about. I know I'm not dismissing that, but... Um, I asked them, I started calling them and asking them, what are you doing? Oh, watching the news. And that's all they told me, watching the news, watching the news, watching the news. I said, you guys got to get off of that. Yep. You guys definitely got to get off of that. No it's wonder. not good. Well, you know what? I, I, I know we need to wrap this up, but I did see something really neat. And I, I want to end it with this. But they were talking about, you know how isolated you feel? Like, let's say you're a stay-at-home order. You're not treating emergency patients. You're not leaving the house. You know, especially if you live in like in a tight apartment complex. Yeah. Like think about the people in the retirement homes, like in the assisted living. Like Ooh. if you, if you feel this isolation and it's, it's starting to mess with your head, like when this is all over, go 
spend time with the elderly. Like I can't even like, it, it was a reality when I saw that post, I'm like, oh, seriously, like it didn't take a virus for them to have to, you know, drop off with human contact. It just took people yeah. ignoring them. And so yeah. I thought that was a really cool takeaway. Like, you know, instead of all the virus talk, like this is a learning opportunity for all of us. You know, I think there's a lot of, a lot of takeaways in this pandemic um, that a lot of us are going to realize, you know, whether you need to connect more with your family or you need to wash your hands more, <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, any of that. I think we're all going to come away with, with something from it. And I honestly don't think that, uh, even us as a whole of people are, are we're I think we're gonna be a little bit different and can be be more human. Yeah, I completely agree. So man, thanks so much, Trinidad, for being on the show. Hey, thank you, man. I oh, really appreciate that's it. That's so man. awesome. If if these guys didn't have a life, I'd talk to you forever. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay, wrap it up, people. I've got to go do stuff. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Well, guys, go check out The Dental Advocate. Seriously, good stuff. Support every rock star in the industry that is trying to get to the dental assistants that need to hear this message that you matter. It is a career and you have to know your worth. So you guys go check it out. Thank you so much, Trinidad, and have a great day. Hey, you're welcome. You too, man. It's Assistance on the Rise. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of DA Rockstars. Thank you, Trinidad, for spending some time with us and being awesome. As always, guys, if you need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, Instagram, Facebook, Jules Varney, Dental Assistance Rock, Instagram, Facebook, or website, and find your tribe, Dental Assistance Worldwide Group. That's where we're at. We're hanging out in there. We're learning together to do better and be better. But until next time, keep on suctioning.